<clears throat> Welcome to Fermented Fruit, a podcast within a podcast where we drink the best fermented drinks and discuss movies rated as rotten on Rotten Tomatoes. We'll weigh the pros and cons and decide for ourselves whether the movie truly is rotten or like a fine tomato wine just fermented. I'm your host, Bobby, and joining us this episode is Griff. Happy to be here, as always. Miss Mika is with us this evening. It's something. And joining us again for his second time in the fermented fruit world, Drew is back. Hi, Drew. You know, when I got the invite, I assumed Greg the Hammer Valentine was the star of this or something. <laughs> so I am starting out a little disappointed, but I'm happy to be back. Uh, Don't I, worry, it's no. all downhill from here. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is absolutely downhill. We got it Jared was... Leto instead. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I hear he can yeah. do a mean pile driver, though, so I think he's. I think we're good. <laughs> so, for the Halloween season, we've decided to do one more horror movie, one that tries to take itself a little more seriously than our uh, previous <laughs> episode, which was Hell Baby. We are going to be reviewing the 1998. Teen R-rated horror movie, Urban Legends. Starring Jared Leto, Alicia Witt, Joshua Jackson, Tara Reid, Robert England. Um, this is cast. actually the prequel to Suicide Squad, right? <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> yep. Um, Harley's not here yet, but we've got some other crazies that we will find out about. Now, have have any of you seen this movie? I feel I like not. I did way back, like when it came out. I feel like it was one of those movies that we all like snuck into together because we were too young to be going and seeing it. Um, but I don't remember a goddamn thing other than Jared Leto's mesmerizing face because I am in love with him. He almost looks Zac Efron with short hair. Mm-hmm. And I him believe being that. Yeah. this young. I'm just looking at a picture, a still from the movie, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's just like hanging Zac on your wall, like you just have it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I'm a big, I'm, an, I'm a big Urban Legend fan, Drew. Drew, have you seen Urban Legends? I have not. I feel like when I watch it, I will know an inordinate amount about it just from having been alive at the time. Because, but because we've been there, we've yeah. been there. Remember the For... '90s when all the blockbuster hits were about teenagers killing each other? Those were oh, the yes. good days. Yes. <laughs> For those. For those of you who don't know, a quick little synopsis. A university is beset by a rash of gruesome murders that resemble old urban legends. Um, and then the friends in between partying and inspecting or trying to figure out who the murderer is. Uh, that is basically this movie. It's it's a total ripoff of Scream. It was just a huge cash grab in uh, 98. But I found it on a list of horror movies that we all secretly love. Interesting. Um, it was ranked number three, right under Maximum Overdrive in Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Really? Yes. And the, this person, writing for Film School Rejects, said a blatant scream ripoff with horror tableaus pulled straight from Alvin Schwartz's scary stories to tell in the dark. What's not to love? So it'll be a better scary stories to tell in the dark than scary stories to tell in the dark was fantastic. Maybe. I, I did I'm not see that it. movie. So yeah, I, that I movie that was either. wildly disappointing. It is fermented fruit property in the future because I'm, maybe it's rough. We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm excited. Down. Yeah, I'm, I, I am excited. Let's maybe. see. 
Maybe that's yeah. why I didn't see it because like I saw Scream. I saw I know what you did last summer. Like I think I got my fill at around that time of this. Think about movie. the contents of those books and then go. Guillermo del Toro is making a movie based on those stories and you go oh shit and then they go ready it's about middle schoolers that find a book called scary stories to tell them We're like we lived this we lived I, that uh, was it That's I the thought it would story. be I thought it would be the the cover art scarecrow fucking a right? fish monster right? <laughs> I just wanted a disembodied hand trying to eat meatballs made out of itself that's all I wanted oh man I it. actually uh, Band Book Week was a couple of weeks ago, and I bought. They have all. They have a collection of all three books bound in one hardcover book Ooh, with all the original nice. artwork. Nice. So I got that. So anyway, uh, more on this movie. So we. I know I saw it in the theaters because my parents let me go to see terrible R-rated movies. Um, I honestly couldn't tell you if there's nudity in it or not. Uh, I remember. I remember a scene involving pop rocks, pop rocks and soda, and I remember the urban legend about like the guy driving down the road with his headlights off, and if you flash your headlights at them, they hit their high beams and come after you. Like that's those are... the part that makes me think I've seen it. I mean, I'm yeah. sure that has been used in other films since, but yeah, that's Lord the knows. part that I feel like I remember. And I am. I am fairly certain I remember who the killer is um, and that killer like going bonkers once they are unmasked. So is it Mickey Rourke by any chance? It should be. <laughs> it's too <laughs> hot in this mask. <laughs> I can't wear this mask anymore. You just can't get through the film. <laughs> so like I said, this movie came out in 98. Uh, tomato meter is at a 21%. Audience score is at a 37%. And the IMDb score, which is what we are watching it on, IMDb TV, is 5.6 out of 10. Domestic box office. This movie came out on September 25th. Uh, that was its first week. Was this before or after? I know what you did last summer. I don't know, but it's the same year as Scream 2. So I, I didn't actually look to see whether summer came out. Um, Seven. So this is after. This is, yep. The, yep. this is the 98 degrees of teen slasher <laughs> horrors of the 90s. <laughs> is that an insult or a compliment? Because I can go either way with that. Eat shit, Bobby. Oh the soaring God. melodies of Drew and Nick Lachey spoke to me. I'm I'm already proud of myself for being that much quicker today than we were when we recorded on Monday. So yes, uh, this movie Speaking was of recording on Monday. You you said your parents let you go see this between this podcast and the last one. We have learned a lot about the choices your parents made with you growing up, and I, I I'm kind of jealous of your parents. Applaud, yeah, yeah, it's definitely big... applause worthy. I love I love my parents and anyone who meets my parents automatically 100% understands why I am the way I am True. because <laughs> they have met those people. It's just the way that it is. Brilliant. Um, if back, we put one old episode from the first run of this show somewhere in the first few weeks of this of this iteration. And I think I tell a story about my dad pulling a big black dildo <laughs> out of his work locker. Um so I, I come from good stock. So anyway, <laughs> this movie was made for 14 million. Domestically, it grossed 38 million. 
internationally 34. So it made 72 million worldwide. So it was it was it made pretty a profit successful. at least. It's, it's um, doing a little better than hell baby. It yeah. worked. It opened up against the second weekend of Rush Hour, which took the first spot. Yikes. Um you you can't beat That's tough. Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan. It's just <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Uh, for the year of 1998, it fell to number 54. It got beat by uh, such magical movies as Patch Adams, uh, Snake Eyes with Nicolas Cage, and of course, Titanic was the number one movie that year. But it beat Scream 2 by almost $13 million at the box office. Huh. Now, Scream 2 domestic or domestically was 25 million. Scream 2 worldwide, 101. But um, but for that year, it beat Scream 2. And hardly wait, which we've already done for for fermented <laughs> fruit. Um, so we we we're, like night. We like we're actually just going down this list. That's what that's how we're picking our <laughs> hey, movies. Number 62 is Wild Things, and I'm not against watching Kevin Bacon and Nev Campbell make out. So. You led um, with Kevin Bacon. Just that was yeah. saying that. It was, um, it was a choice. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, out of everything What's that it? happens in that movie, his penis is the thing that stands out to me, which tells you a lot more about literally my upbringing. Yeah. yeah. Upbringing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um. Yeah, but I think I think the big flaw with this movie is like no one gave a shit about the cast. Really, like Nev Campbell was. The It Girl for the Scream. Scream Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt was It for I Know What You Did Last Summer. And then they're like, hey, uh, here's Tara Reid and Rebecca Gayhart. And everybody's like, no one, no one fucking cares. Hey, don't uh, forget about Pacey. Pacey's oh, in there. Sorry. Yes, Josh Jackson. <clears throat> um, So let's get to the Rotten Tomatoes of it, shall we? A couple of reviews before we... <laughs> Sit down to watch our <laughs> to watch our movie. Oh my Are god, Ro- Roger Ebert, competently made. <laughs> that, High that's praise. The, that's the whole review. That is his review. Um, <laughs> a low voltage drive-in movie made strictly by the book, Los Angeles Times. Those of us with brain cells, however, will spit out this scream retread like it was spider egg laced <laughs> bubble gum. Holy that's horrifying. That's probably scarier than the movie. That's a scathing review, and that's very 2020 language, and it's very weird. Yeah. Uh, the jokey demeanor following the ultimate reveal destroys any and all momentum, so I'm looking forward to that. And uh, there isn't much real wit or suspense in this parade of <clears> slayings. <throat> That was Malcolm Johnson from the Hartford Current, um, which is the first time that I saw the Hartford Current on the front page of Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I'm pretty excited. What are we all? What are we drinking this evening? What are we doing? I think I'm going back to my coconut rum because I, that's I think that was my my best. That seems safer fruit. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've still got some bourbon from Hell Baby that I'm gonna there finish go. off. King of Beers, Budweiser Tall Boys, because if it was 1998 and I had access to alcohol, that's probably what it would have been. <laughs> that's pretty legitimate. Um, y'all are lazy, and I'm going to make myself the biggest, nastiest, spiciest Bloody Mary I can get my hands on. Oh, nice. because it is Urban a Legend. horror movie. Yeah. 
Love oh, I was going with Urban Legends, but yeah, that's awesome. Yep. All right. So there it is, folks. We are off to uh, do our duty, watch this movie, drink our drinks, and we will be back to let you know if we think this is truly rotten or just a little misunderstood and fermented. We'll see you in a little bit. Hi, folks. <laughs> How long has it fucking been recording? Uh, three seconds. You're a monster. Just in time for him to say gabagool. Gabagool. Uh, hi, folks. We're back. Happy Halloween. Hope you're doing well. Uh, if you're if you're part of our uh, area of the neck of the area of the woods. Neck uh, of the area. Bobby's doing great. I'm doing fucking fabulous. Uh, it was a shit week, <laughs> and here I am feeling good today. Uh, hope you did all right with the snow that came the day before Halloween. Because Surprise! Why not? 115 years we've been uh, measuring stuff like that with meteorology, and this is only the sixth time that we've had accumulating snow uh, in October. So, cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers. So we watched Urban Legend. We sure did. We start talking <laughs> about it. We got to take the final shot of the movie, ladies and gentlemen. Bobby, I don't know if you need another shot. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so good. Nah. I, I thought I had a shot glass down here, but apparently I don't. And my nephews are upstairs watching the zookeeper right now. And if I go up there and grab a shot glass and give my nephew, the four-year-old, a hint that this room exists right now, he will come down here and demand to play Mario and that I play Bowser. So we're going to not do that. I just drank out of the bottle. Yeah, everybody knows that you don't want to play Bowser. That sucks. Yeah, Things my... better than Urban Legends. The zookeeper <laughs> and playing Mario with Griff's nephew. Correct. I'll throw in playing Pac-Man with my son and me being Blinky. Pac-Man makes everything better, okay? No, no, no. Not like real Pac-Man, like running around my... Uh, oh, yeah. That's kitchen. what I mean. That's what I mean yeah. by Mario. Yeah. I know that's what you meant, Griff. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, Urban Legend, huh? <laughs> there was. <laughs> it certainly was a movie. <laughs> it was a film. That it is. Was. This movie is 22 years old, guys. 20. That's it sure is. And let's know. Shut your mouth. Don't. Let's not bring it up. Okay. I fucking that, love but, you. But we, but we have to because it lets you know at every opportunity that it is 22 years old. That it was wanna, made in 1998. Right. Yeah. I want to draw attention to the fact that Bobby is "I love you" drunk right now. Yes. He, he <laughs> don't podcast to say "I love you" to Listen. his wife. Listen. That's my cool. favorite drunk and my favorite Bobby. I'm, so I'm, I'm all gonna, right. It is, I'm it gonna, is gold, but we have to point it out. I'm going to put this in perspective real quick for everybody. This is a <laughs> shitty week. All yeah. of all of the people that work for me think they can do their job better than me. A. B. My back hurts so much that I my have to take. My back doesn't hurt. I Sorry. have to take ibuprofen 15 minutes before I take a shit because I can't wipe myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
Well, this buds for you, Bobby. <laughs> that, quite frankly, is the best urban legend I've heard in a very long time. <laughs> hey, Griff, did you hear the one about the guy who couldn't wipe his ass because his back hurt so bad? <laughs> oh, Bobby, what are you doing? Well, I took an ibuprofen 15 minutes ago. Now I'm laying so- on my eating blanket. I'm about to spend 30 seconds in downward dog just so I can wipe myself. If 2020 was a 30-something-year-old man, that would be, Bobby would be it. <laughs> the problem That's is the ship we... doesn't always give you 15 minutes of warning. It doesn't. You know, I've uh, I've been pretty good and pretty normal, regular, you know? So all I got to say is, you know, I'm glad I don't need to shake hands at work anymore because th- things got ugly this week. No, Bobby! <laughs> no! And we don't have a normal effing culture, so I can't even bitch about it. So here we are. Uh, fermented fruit. Urban legend. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Dead air. All right. Where do, so, where do we even start? That's the question. Let's okay. Where do we start? Um, how I does mean, one I mean, how does one start, how does I one can... borrow birth control, Griff? How that's where one starts. You you don't I mean pills of any kind you really don't borrow as far as that's I that's not know. how birth control works it's not like you can pop one in the morning and be like hee hee I'm, I'm getting late tonight like that's Matt, not how birth control I'm gonna works. ask the three males to be quiet on this one you absolutely can three birth control pills is basically Plan B that is not medical advice nobody listening to this podcast should do that <laughs> but it's true I've done it I'm not proud of it but I've done it. Fair. Okay, but how do you borrow it? That's the question. Is it not Girls like the in thing- college are fucking stupid. We'll all just keep taking three of them at a time instead of staying regular with it. It's why we're all fucking crazy. For all of you that don't watch this movie or haven't seen this movie, it opens with a girl driving and listening to a sex talk radio show hosted by Tara Reed, who may be the worst actress to ever have a career in Hollywood. Um, yeah, directly from her first line, my first note was, I already hate you in this movie. Yeah, yep. However, 100%. Tara Reid should be a friend to this podcast as a clear advocate of 90% over 10%. <laughs> wow! It's that true. That is super fair. It is true. <laughs> Big yikes. I did not think of that. And a good callback, Drew. Good work, sir. That's a callback uh, to a show I wasn't even on. I know, I know, I know, and I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. I had a note about her, and I can't Drew, find did we it. ever ask you if you'd be a 90% or a 10%? We did. I artfully Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. Oh, well, I don't appreciate Let's that. Let's put a big light on it, then. Yeah. <laughs> that's just my percent or a 10% or Drew? I mean, it comes down to how much you trust your ability, right? Because 90% could not be that long. It depends. That's true. That, that is asking a lot of yourself. Are you right now? Was that a humble brag? No. <laughs> no, I, I get it. It's asking a lot of yourself to estimate what is 90%. Like, I get that. I get that. Uh, we all need to be very blunt with ourselves uh, as straight white men and to say, like, it would be a very awkward long process for right. the 90%. Especially yes. if it's our first shot. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so here's the thing. Is the other guy into it? Because if the other guy is only as into it as you are, that 90% is going to take forever. True. Forever. Yep. Yep. But 
know, like I've said on this podcast before, I've gone down on a girl for an entire Josh Groban album. That was fucking 52 minutes of my life. I will the never recording of it listening to it. Um, that whole sentence is probably one of the hottest things I've ever heard. Because <laughs> I love Josh Groban. Hey. And I love extracurricular activities. There we go. See, I'm your man. <laughs> Let me clear off a seat for you. Oh, my God. Bobby. Your kid's right there. I saw him. He's literally running around right now, yes. <laughs> Fortunately for me, he doesn't understand cunnilingus jokes yet. yet. Not yet, but soon. That'll come next year. Car, I just invited Mika to sit on my face. Oh you cool? My. She's cool. Oh, All right. I think I did cool. see a thumbs up. Wow. Apparently okay. she is. She's apparently very cool. <laughs> Love my wife. All right, can can we discuss one thing about this movie? We're going to discuss a whole bunch of things about it. I was going to say, we, should, we like probably should discuss, discuss a whole lot of pro- things about this movie. We should probably movie. start. But That's like number, the point. Number one, first and foremost, everyone who died in this movie, I was happy they died. Uh-huh. I'm, okay, okay. I don't know if I would go that far, but definitely most of them, for who sure. Are you, who are happy you to upset? indifferent. Who were you I upset mean, that died? I mean, I'm never happy when Robert England dies in a movie, but that's because I love Robert England. Um, oh, so okay. He moved into a dream state. It's fine. Can we just make a quick side note that this movie includes both Chucky and Freddy Krueger in it? Yep. Well, and how about Brad Dourif with the, the rare double stunt cast? Not only is he cast because he's Chucky, but he was also famous stutterer. Billy Bibbit Billy and one over the Yes, death. yes. It's like Billy Bibbit killed himself and woke up in an alternate reality where he was a <laughs> gas station clerk. Nurse Ratchet was right. Can we also talk about how this movie features both Lex Luthor and the Joker? I was just going to say, this was like a, a monster movie, DC, like, jack-off fest for yeah. me. It was so good. Lex Luthor? Lex, Lex Luthor was the, uh, yeah. Who? The, the, the douchebag that got uh, beer bonged to death. He plays Lex oh, Luthor. Smallville. Smallville. Oh, yep. hey, you can't hey, tell Jow. because he's hair, but that's Jow. Jow, I know you're listening. Fuck Smallville. All right, now back. <laughs> <laughs> that frat guy was a douchebag. But back to everyone dying and me being grateful for it. Um, even this, like the get go, this. This girl, it just happens to be this this stuttering guy is drenched to the bone, filling her fucking gas tank, and she freaks out without even giving him a benefit of the doubt. Oh yeah, I think it was ableist personally. Totally. I think I think a man yes. with a speech impediment was doing his best, and she assumed he was a murderer. Yep, right off the get go. <laughs> I um. I mean, she really deserved to die for butchering Bonnie Tyler like that. And she tried to warn her in that song. Turn around. around. Turn around, lady. That was my note at the beginning. I said the first minute and a half of this film, she flipped through VHS tapes saying total eclipse of the heart that she put in a tape deck. Dollar, gas is a dollar and 14. Someone else was pumping it. Nothing has ever been more 1998 than the first minute and a half of this film. Yep. She also, by the way, had the common courtesy to put the car in park while getting decapitated. 
Correct. <laughs> yes. Yes. Safety first. And let's not even talking about like the physics of trying to decapitate someone from the back seat of a car with a full handled axe. What? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's not how axes work. It's no, not. Not at all. Listen. Oh, so it bad. was a murderer. Not an efficient murderer, but a murderer. Well, <laughs> she seemed pretty efficient. Spoilers. She. What a crazy bitch. Okay, so. Can, uh, we, talk about, can we talk about that for a second? Are, sure. Are we, are we okay with spoiling things at this 100%, point? The movie yeah. came out 22 years ago. Who gives a fuck? No we're going to ta- be talking for like an hour. So if I'm spoiling things at this point, I just want to make sure that's okay. I had the biggest hunch that it was either Brenda or Damon from the classroom scene because who the fuck chews Pop Rocks? That's a psychopath <laughs> move. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, I hear you. I hear this, you. This this movie should have been called Red Herring the movie. Yes. Because they just slapped <laughs> you in the face every time. Like we get it. And for those of you who don't know, red herring is a term in horror movies for the person that they set up to be the killer when someone else is the killer. Like so having the jacket in Robert England's fucking hidden office question room in his office. <laughs> We're we're in school in Maine right now. The Underground Railroad's not coming through this school. What the fuck is this <laughs> secret sex dungeon office? Not the Underground Railroad. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, and then uh creepy That's the janitor. secret room where Stephen King writes his novels. Yes. Creepy janitor played by Julian Richards. God bless Who is- him. Who is death in Supernatural. Yeah. And the best part. No, hold on. Second best part of this movie. Best part of this movie is Reese. Officer Reese is my homegirl. I love that girl. Um, just because yeah, I was. I, a, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to get to him much. So I want to talk about the janitor. Absolutely. Right. 100%. Since, let's do it. Since we're talking about urban legends, the janitor looks like if Paul from the Wonder Years actually was Marilyn Manson. <laughs> well that's seared into my memory forever you're welcome just, did we verify that he's dead we don't know that he's dead the, the accident fucked him up pretty good but we don't know that he's dead right um Wait, who's dead um creepy janitor because that's what they called him that's that was his call name on the call sheet I mean, I guess, right. janitor. I guess it's not verified, but he's pretty bloody after the accident. He is pretty bloodied. Um, I wanted to guess know we'll more. have to watch the sequel. Right? Um, we have to watch the sequel We're, starring yeah. Eva Mendes and Anthony Anderson. Yes, we do. Wow. Um, <laughs> and this time, Anthony Anderson has the creepy sex jokes. Um, what was I saying? I don't remember. No. We were talking about the creepy janitor and how he's definitely dead after the accident. Oh, okay. But uh, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just. Oh, you were about to profess your love for Ms. Loretta Devine. Oh, yes. I fucking love Loretta Devine. Loretta Devine is amazing. I love her in Boston. Boston Public was one of my favorite shows. So anytime Loretta Devine pops up, it's just amazing. And she's just like a ripoff 
of the um who's the female officer in police academy who's all like chipper and polite and has that light voice and then all of a sudden screams and gets nasty at the end yeah i can't think of her name um oh it's just fabulous it's just fabulous i do love it when cops emulate tv and movies that's my favorite type of cop really (laughs) (laughs) my cup is empty oh no All right, what do I have here in my notes? Brad Dorif, fucking Chucky. Car just stopped, no crash. Uh, I just, in all caps, I wrote, not a dead phone, not a misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> not, a dead phone, not a misunderstanding. Terrible. Uh, oh, also, I have a complaint. Why is the killer going to kill her while she's driving? That's a great way to die. Also, exactly. after he died, he evaporated. Which set this up to be very kind of ghosty. Who evaporated? In the the very first kill in the beginning of the movie. The yeah. very, very first one. Bonnie Tyler girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. The axe swung through her. And I'm 99% sure I saw it dissipate into nothingness. <laughs> well, they said later in the movie she was decapitated. Right. Um, so I'm like, but where did which would take more than one swing? Right. That would take one more. That would take more than one swing. Particularly given that we know who she is and she's a tiny little woman. Right. Um. Which brings a whole bunch of questions of her, uh, noosing up Joshua Jackson. Yes. Um, getting him on top of the car. I don't care what your understanding of physics is. Maybe she's a werewolf. Oh, um, you know what? No, I just I just realized it's established that she's a swimmer, so that makes her strong. I'm sorry. You're. I'm sorry. No, I, did, I didn't mean to assume. Good thing they didn't show her using any enhancement drugs like marijuana cigarettes. Exactly. Oh, hey, hey, what, 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 what? Um. So hey. can we also really, really quick, fucking gas station guy. Gas station attendant Chucky. Uh, Brad Dorf. He was doing his best impression of Heath Ledger's Joker right down to his costume. It was unbelievable. (laughs) If that Joker was not at least somewhat based on the four four minutes of this movie that he was in it, I would be absolutely mind blown. Plaid shirt, green vest, in a movie with Jared Leto, Hollywood conspiracy, foreshadowing, the Illuminati is real. Right. It would have been... I want to make... Half-Life 3. I want to make a quick (laughs) sketch where, like, the guy doesn't have a stutter, and he's just like, hey, there's someone in your (laughs) backseat. They just just call the cops. (laughs) That's one of the questions I had, is, like, he he presumably has been living with a stutter his entire life. So he knows, personally, it takes him a while to get something out. So why doesn't he start talking as soon as he gets her out of the car? So that by the time they get inside, he's saying the thing he needs to say. Like, or write it down. What the fuck? Or write it down. (laughs) That's even better. That's an even better thing than I thought of. You're you're correct. Just like Ariel and fucking Little Mermaid. Just write (laughs) down, like, kiss me, asshole. Like, come on. (laughs) If you kiss me, I won't have fish pots no more. So this is... (laughs) I had... <laughs> Can you imagine the Little Mermaid, but she's from like she's from she's from the harbor yard. She's yo, from, like, Eric off the bay. Hey, yo, Eric! Eric. Hey, show me, me that dick. Show me that dick. Give me. I a found smooch. a fork in the fucking Charles River. <laughs> <laughs> 
a dingle hopper. It's not really a dingle hopper. I mean, it's definitely an old plastic KFC spork, but I work with what I work with. I'll do my best. How many could one cabin hold, really? Come on. (laughs) I want you all to know that before the week is out, I am going to record that song in a Bostonian accent. You're welcome. I actually made it a point. I made it a point to write down all the unnecessary jump scares in this movie. I counted at least eight. I didn't sense. jump once. Oh, yeah, oh no, well, there, I, I didn't say there were saying the were in- The intention oh, okay. was to make you jump. Yeah. Like, uh, I think the janitor was three of them, right? At least three <laughs> of them, yeah. Oh, opening um, the closet and the body was there. That was definitely one. Yeah, gin- ginger bitch running into him before she walked into her roommate aggressively getting fucked by some goth guy. Uh, which she was really modest about, about the lights in that room. Yeah. Um, that chick, Danielle Harris, has been in a hundred movies. One hundred movies. Oh, this she is- was in Halloween 4 when she was like 8. And she was in Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2. Which girl is this? Is this goth, the goth? goth girl. Oh. Listen, Miss, Miss Big Dialer. titty goth girlfriends, we have always been in style. We will always be in style, all right? Yeah. Um, transcend just, time and space, really. I want to give her a shout out. She's been in a ton of horror movies. She knows her shtick. Um, and she's, you know, she started off in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. I think she was the youngest sister. I uh, love that movie. 100 movies she's been in. But going back to Creepy Janitor, because I have to. <laughs> That motherfucker, Julian Richards, has been in 213 movies. That, dude, that dude's a rock star. He's a rock star. And just for all of our listeners, you like the, the turning of my pages of my composition book? You're welcome. Um, okay, I'm sitting as far away from my microphone as I can because I made the world's loudest drink. So There we go. <laughs> um, I lost faith pretty early in this movie because this movie is titled urban legends and they don't even know how bloody mary works right right aren't you supposed to do that in a mirror in the dark in a mirror were they in front of a mirror griff were they in a bathroom in front of a mirror no they they were were in front of what looked like a fucking glory hole (laughs) (laughs) they were in front of a poorly concealed or uh sealed up doorway uh for a uh dorm a dormitory that was sealed off because someone, a bunch of people got murdered there 23 years ago. Speaking of murder, you know what was murdered in this film was the sound quality. Was the boom mic the first one to die? It kept dipping <laughs> in and out. Like everything would be fine and then the audio would be gone and then it would come back and then it would go again. I was like, what is happening here? Who produced this? If we're talking about audio, we got to talk about this fucking um, makeshift score written by uh, Wannabe. Oh, I lost Written by guys. Mario Toonmaker. <laughs> so somebody composed this in Mario Paint in 1993 and had nothing to do with it until 1998. This is somebody's they, web ring MIDI file. That's what. And then is. they threw in, and then they threw in Zoot Suit Riot just to be like, "Hey, the kids love okay. this song." Well, I and? took a note. I took a note and I said, "My life goal is to get murdered to Zoot Suit Riot." <laughs> I Before want Ryan stabbing to westward. Play me out. Stabbing. Oh, stabbing westward would be perfect to get murdered to. Actually, I had. Except the song was Save Yourself, which is a mixed message. Right? That's confusing. I had a few notes in here. So I had um, 
Remember when Austin Powers was contemporary? Because somebody yes. says, oh, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Okay, I would say I would say that was a dated reference. But let's not forget that right now, the biggest movie in the world is a fucking Borat sequel. Right. So what do we know? I mean, I'm talking 1998. Like, that was contemporary back then. Yeah, it was. It had come out fairly recently. And th- yeah. And, th- and then later on, I wrote, remember when Hanson was contemporary? Uh, well. About the other Hanson brother. And then... I wrote, remember when Zoot Suit Squirrels, or, um, what? Zoot, Squirrel Nut Zippers. What? Squirrel Nut Zippers, man. Squirrel Nut Zippers. Remember when they were contemporary. That was my But that was Brian Setzer recorded yeah. Zoot Suit Riots. No, that's oh, just Cherry Poppin' cherry Daddies, Cherry Poppin' everybody. Daddies. Like, uh, my God, was, Swing was like a whole thing, huh? It was like, right? it was, Swing Ska was like, zipping it in was, on the wings of plaid angels. It was, it was all the rich tapestry, for sure. A rich tapestry of taxi checkers. It was beautiful. Yep. Um, I, can we talk about how Jared Leto was 90s Zac Afron through like the entire film? <laughs> yeah. I was I was waiting for we're all in this together to start blasting while they were looking for the hunter. <laughs> Where's the, the basketball team? Where's the basketball team of this right? movie? Get your head in the game, Jared. Get your and head I thought in the just game. with Jared Leto before his breakout success with your body as a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really worried until the third murder and he started really getting into the movie that he was only going to be in this movie for about 30 seconds. He was the first <laughs> name. He was the first name that came across. And he had only done like two things before this, but he was the first named actor Yeah. Um, when the credits started in the beginning of the movie. And just to go back to the whole red herring thing, like because I made a point earlier, but like fucking Robert England was a red herring. Jerry Leto was a red herring. Creepy Janitor was a fucking red herring. College Am I missing? Campus Prankster was a red herring. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, Josh Jackson. Hey, haha, tongue in cheek. Isn't that funny? He turns on his car and it's like, I don't want to wait for our lives to be. Oh, no, don't listen <laughs> hey, to that song. If oh, you want to talk man. about contemporary references, I guarantee you that in a movie theater in 1998, that was the biggest pop of the entire film. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Oh, I, I also wrote that I can't get enough of the 90s Pepsi-Cola product placement. Oh, yes. my, my favorite being, want something to warm you up? Ah, yes, an ice-cold Pepsi. That's, that's <laughs> He just asks her, do you want something to warm you up? And then hands her a Pepsi from the center console of the car that is presumably as cold as he is. What? Poor all right, so let's the go. Ideal let's, beverage let's to warm you up. I mean, um, listen, I'm I'm very upset that there wasn't a masturbatory uh, sequence after she walked in on her roommate. There's no human alive would just turn their back and go to sleep to that. <laughs> I would. I think you, you would either le- you would yeah. leave the room or you would hop in. That's no, I would I would leave the room and I would get my Tinder on. I'd be like, okay, I can't just sit here and know that she's getting laid and I'm not. I can't right. have that. We can't she have that. Getting she, nailed, man. I, I said before, she was really cavalier about that. Like, oh, okay, this is happening. I'm just going to go over to my bed in the same room yep. while this is still actively happening. Like, that's <laughs> a little weird. <laughs> She's clearly a heavy sleeper because somebody could write, aren't you glad you didn't turn on on the light in blood over her bed while she's sleeping and she won't wake up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, What was the old, what was the old sleeping pill everybody used to take? 
Back uh, in the 80s and 90s. What the hell is it called? Oh, God. <laughs> NyQuil? No. NyQuil. No. NyQuil is new. All right. You talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to look it up. You're talking, reference... talking about Ambien? No. So, all right. I've got questions. When they start talking about the first chick that got murdered, they say she was last seen at this dude's gas station. Who Who? the fuck saw her at that gas station? That that must mean that Brenda called in that report. Right. Like and then (laughs) and then Tara Reed says they said the last thing she listened to was my show. Who the hell knows what she listened to on the radio when she got decapitated? How would you know that? You're absolutely right. Yes. Especially because she had thrown in the Bonnie Tyler cassette by then. It's not even true. But that's that, the car disappeared. Remember when he was thrown on the roof of the car? She was like, the car was right here. Da, 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 da. They made it seem like it was going to be a supernatural thing like four different times. So where, where the fuck did up? the car yeah. go? It was a where the fuck up. did it go? Where did the body the mur- go? The murderer knew Brenda, fucking bitch. She knew how to start that <laughs> shit up and drive it out of the way. Uh, Let's see. What else did I have written down here? Oh, I enjoyed the line, one black eye or two. Uh, I also um, enjoyed that. I was like, that yes, was bro, a good yours. line. It was a good line. It was a good line. It was an awkward situation. It was really creepy. Uh, that ginger chick seems to get into a lot of makeout situations when she's mourning or <laughs> manic. Quaaludes. 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 That's what I wanted. Quaaludes. There you go. That's what okay. she was on. All right. Ah. We're. Would have been we're talking about, minutes ago. We're talking about Natalie throwing hands, all right? So she punches Pacey. That is a straight jab like a <laughs> rock'em, sock'em robot. Like, it is. That is like, like, yep. Rabbit punch right to the face. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I, I have some of the funniest fucking notes I've ever seen. That $5 bill is a fucking relic. Yep. Yeah, uh, yep. I straight up missed the 90s. Sharing a phone line might be the scariest part of this movie. Yeah, I wrote. Yes. I wrote. Dial up. <laughs> every, oh my god! Every and then I has an exclamation point. And on then it. I wrote. I miss aim. <laughs> oh yeah. Were we dial just up. talking about aim? We were. We last were. Episode, yeah. Passive dial aggressively up, logging on and off so the door opened and closed fifteen times. Yeah. yeah. I wrote. Uh, take that, Richard Gere. Ha! Because they made a gerbil <laughs> reference. Yeah. Oh what my god! Legend about a gerbil. Um, I wrote there's no way you had that slide prepared at the push of a button um Mikey what is that oh yeah Mikey yeah he said what he asks the student like who do you who do you know that died of that oh Mikey from the series oh you mean this person you don't have that slide prepared fuck you it's 2020 and we still can't conjure images like that that's robert england that's robert england he has whatever slide he wants prepared that's that's just (laughs) it's possible let's jump in about robert england that this was the best movie he was in in 1998 (laughs) because your other options are d snyder's strange land oh god the beatles yeah, I'm, so this was. This was number one. In his okay, sorry. I fucking loved Strangeland, so, and I'm no. not I'm not sorry no. about it. No. I'm not sorry. But it's I'm because sorry. I love anything that Dee Snyder touches. No. Except what was for his that? Broadway album. I'm about that. What was that second movie again? 
Meet the Deedles, Meet which the is Deedles. apparently a movie that exists. It's okay. A very it is. Funny, it's a very funny movie. Gotcha. Okay. It's garbage, and I love it. Um, did anybody else notice that any time the Dean spoke, it sounded like it was audio recorded 40 years prior? Uh, I... <laughs> Anytime he spoke, it sounded like it was coming through a Victrola. Like, it was very old-timey. Every time he spoke, I was like, why does this sound like a, like audio stolen from an episode of The Twilight Zone? What is this? I couldn't I... focus on the Dean because he was the Baron Von Munchausen, and that I was just stuck. <laughs> I was stuck. Right when I saw him, I was just like, it's Baron! It's the Baron! And that was all. That was it. That was the whole... I didn't fire you. Your editor did. I called him an hour ago. But this is, like, one of the big problems I have with this movie. It's like, so there's this whole thing about whatever, Slaughter Night or whatever they called it. Like, this slaughter happened 23 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then there's another side story of what seems to be Reese and the Dean making sure that this is the safest campus in America which is okay. very um, hot fuzzy, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, they're in on it. And then it goes nowhere. Like, it seems like they're trying to cover something up. And then we don't learn anything about that night, except for the fact that Robert England is the only, Robert England's character is the only survivor of right. that, that night. But it has it, nothing to do I bet there with was the other story footage. at all. I bet there was other footage that, that encapsulated that, and then was, they went, oh, damn, yeah. Rush Hour's doing really well. Let's not bother <laughs> editing that part in. Right. Jackie Kidd's <laughs> kicking our ass. There was I, a director's cut available to watch. I would, bet, I would bet that there is a scene that reveals that the Dean was like a new Dean at the time of that murder. I, I would put money on that. I just, I really wanted to see, because they made such a big deal about that story. Yeah. I just wanted to see a scene where Brenda was walking down the hallway, knocking on the doors, and then someone opens the door, and she just slits their throat, and then walks <laughs> down the next door and knocks on the door and slits their throat. It was weird, because it was like, it was all about Massacre Night, Massacre Night, oh, they're yeah. copycatting, it's Massacre Night, and then it was just her doing something about something that had nothing to do with that. You killed my boyfriend. <laughs> That whole- I literally, I stood up and I yelled simp at the top of my lungs. <laughs> like- <laughs> By the way, her her high school boyfriend who was like 37 years old. Yes. Uh, yeah. That yes. guy might have had grandkids when they filmed that scene. <laughs> She's an Olympic swimmer, okay? Right. Did they the- say Olympics? No. Can we just talk? Okay, so... No one ever, if they're training, they don't swim in bikinis. Carly, did you ever train in a bikini? If you're training, you would have, what's it called, a drag suit? Yeah. Yeah, you would be wearing a one-piece. Yeah, a bikini probably has assistance. No, it's when you dive in the bottom, straight up, come off. That's why you're not, like, held together tight enough. Um Pools never go well in movies in the 90s. I actually have an irrational fear of indoor pools from these movies growing up. Fuck swim fan. Fuck swim fan. A thousand percent fuck swim fan. And you know what? And you know what? Fuck that one episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark with the crimson thing in the pool. Fuck that. And while we're at it, even though we got to see the chick naked, fuck the faculty as well. (laughs) (laughs) Was Tara Reid in that movie, too? 
I like remember, to think she was. No. All I remember from that movie is Josh Hartnett. Um, we definitely need to watch the sequel of this movie. I like <laughs> I I love Anthony Anderson so much that I I that's what I want to watch. It's you can tell that I was on drink number two towards the end of this movie because all of my notes take up three to four lines and they're all explanations. <laughs> what did I write? I wrote I wrote um. What's her name? Loretta Devine! Exclamation point. Reese, <laughs> Reese is awesome! Exclamation point. I wrote, fuck this coat! <laughs> Exclamation point. <laughs> fuck it off, did seem Brenda. at one point like the murders were happening because, wow, your handwriting just slipped downhill the whole time you were writing yep. like that. Yep. Oh, that's, that is my typical handwriting. My wife will attest to it. Rip. Um, yeah, I just... Uh, that the cop was, was funny because shit. I thought the coat was just like was like its own thing. I was like, is this an entity? Like, <laughs> is that what's happening? Is, is this the coat? Is the, is the coat, is the coat possessing it? people to kill That's people? Green had the mask, right? Yeah. And this, had I know a it. Parka. I know what you did last summer. Had that like dock worker, fucking mm. like, right. so, like waiters with the hook. Yeah. And this. This fucking movie had like a confused, is it cold in Maine? <laughs> this was like, this was like somebody walked out of an Aeropostale catalog. Um, Why do so many people have it? It was coat? like LL Bean came to life and just started killing people. Yep. I mean, it is, it is Maine. That's like the scariest thing for them up there. Right. LL Bean? But, yeah. Yeah, I I want to think that I want to think that Stephen King saw this movie and was like, "Fuck these guys." <laughs> now, see, that would have oh, no. been an amazing movie. Being like, "There's a famous author. There's a famous author who lives up here, and somebody's copycatting all of his horror novels." That would have been great. This was. Eh. No, you know what? I'm I'm sorry. This takes place in New Hampshire. The dean is from Maine. Oh, okay. All right. You just got IMDb. No, there there is something I can't remember exactly what it is, but I remember seeing it. There is something in the movie that says that the school is in New Hampshire. There's I can't a, remember exactly the, what it is. The weather, the weather report. The yes, woman is talking about New is. Hampshire. Yeah. And then about five minutes later, it shows the license plate on the dean's car that says Maine. Yes, correct. Huh? Yep. Why was Why I paying so much attention? Else? Why bother? <laughs> Why bother? All, we didn't even we get his story. It's all, probably some so sort of Easter egg. Of we're all too. Uh, we we don't get. We should have had Brooks on here. He went to school in New Hampshire. He would have been able to fill in some of these blanks. I live here. There's no blank to fill in. New Hampshire. Dumb. <laughs> I live here. I forgot. Mika's living free or dying up there live now. Free or die. Um. Why is? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I just wanted to say it's quite quite an example of gun safety to be speeding around campus with a giant gun on your center console. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I love when um, Natalie finds the book of Urban Legends, which who has an encyclopedia of Urban Legends readily available, first of all. But then she finds it, and she finds the, the picture of the, the guy in the noose, and the caption is, The Boyfriend Death. They couldn't have thought of anything else 
for that caption? Maybe it was translated into Finnish and then into Chinese and then into Arabic and then back to English and then run through a Latin filter. Nobody knows. You're, you're right. You're right. All right. While we're talking library, Tara Reid pulls out a book from fucking 1987 and calls it an early edition of the Kama Sutra, which would be <laughs> roughly 2,000 years old. That book is bound in, like, plastic. I think it has, like, the Scholastic Book Fair tag on it still. Listen, she's running an AM radio sex talk station. She's she's not bright. It, was a, just... it could just be attributed to her intelligence. Who knows? Can we quickly just talk about how bad Tara Reid is? She is such a bad actress. Everything that comes out of her mouth is terrible. How did this girl have a career? How did they she probably have were gonna. Career? They were probably trying to figure out if they could get her to show her tits in the movie. Was yeah, and she probably or after yes, American Pie. Something... I think this was before. Uh, before. before American Pie is ninety nine. This is what won her that role. Holy yes. shit! This this was her audition for American Pie. <laughs> And somehow she got it. Jason was she originally cast as the pie? Or... <laughs> Her Holy new nipple fuck. was. Oh, Jesus Christ. Her new nipple was terrifying. Um, I want to know, briefly going back to our, our, our goth friend in the movie, um, when she's chatting with apparently the killer... Um, and he writes, you know, she writes, what what room are you in? And he's like, yours. I'm like, this is 1998. How did you do that remotely? Right. <laughs> right. And while we're on this topic, Griff. She had a sidekick. Um, there's no, there's no fucking Bluetooth yet. How was that radio transmission still For... going on while she's running through yes. the building? Yes, wireless technology is not that developed in 1998. You are correct. Are you? That's what's that really too. weird is it's not even like it was a movie that was done now about 1998. This was right. just in 1998. So like, yes, this shit did not. This was even conceived of. Right. Oh man, it was just so funny. It was when she picked up the phone and you could hear that internet noise. Like I was immediately transmitted back. So when I first travel, got the it? internet, oh my P- goodness! It's like PTSD. Jesus Christ! Oh man! Just remembering uh, a web page loading at fucking, watching it slowly load, just to find uh, the menu so that you could click the button you want to watch that screen slowly yeah, you're just, load. You're just watching that. You're waiting for that nipple to pop up. That's yep. just all it was. Um, I one of my favorite lines. So here's the deal. The script was pretty terrible, but there mm-hmm. were moments like that. Do you want one black eye or two where you were just like, yes. And one of my favorite moments was when uh, I almost called him Zach Efron. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I told uh, what's, you. What's his name? Jared Leto. When Jared Leto was like, you OK? And the chick straight up was like, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, no. Re- I am not all right. right now. And why did they start making out? Like she, that she's yeah. witnessed three murders, and then he's like, "It's okay, I believe you now." And she's like, "Here, take my tongue down your throat." Yep, that was one of my notes too. Like, oh, you're at the kissing phase here. Okay, uh, that's news. That now that's news. And passion, that was the moment drives people to do strange things at strange times. That was the moment where yeah. you saw Gayheart 
for the first time and you were just what's her name Rebecca or whatever the fuck her name is yeah Rebecca. and you're Brenda when you see Brenda and you're like ah she's a lesbian she's murdering people to get to uh, ginger gingerbread girl um, I can't say I once thought that Bobby I yeah think those I, were I, didn't, I think you had lesbian colored glasses I didn't on. get that at all <laughs> I perhaps did when she oh well and maybe you know I was I was pretty toasty uh. Um, you know. There was a character in this movie named Parker. I do not know why. <laughs> other than he has a pretty cool death scene with the, the beer bong with the Pop Rocks and the Drano. But I've compiled a list of people that Parker is not. Okay. He is not Paul Rudd. Nope. He is not Breckin Meyer. Nope. He is not Jamie Kennedy. He is not Seth Green. He is not David Arquette. And he is not Matthew Lillard. You are correct on all counts. And we have hit our peak. <laughs> but they seriously, you'll note three of those characters are from Scream because they took the script from Scream and took any part they couldn't squeeze in somewhere else and said, hey, fucking Parker, you're up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And he looked fucking 30. Well, like he's sitting in college. Well, they made, and they called him out on it right in the beginning. He was like, oh, so you're a sophomore. That was like your sophomore year, right? Because it would have been like 20 years, years ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. I looked it up, and he is a year younger than Jared Leto. Wow. Wow. Jared Leto still looks like a fucking infant, to be fair. True. So. True. While that we're man, on the top, while we're kind of on the topic of Scream, I want to point out that I, along with the unnecessary jump scares, I also pointed out the CinemaSin-style roll credits when they say the title of the movie, given that urban legend is kind of a common phrase. But I counted at least four times when they said urban legend in the script. But I don't remember hearing the word scream in scream True. at all. You heard screaming? Yes, but I don't think I heard anyone say the word scream. And just to go back to the opening credits, like, did anyone else feel like whoever made the music for this movie was just a bastardized version of Danny Elfman? Yes. <laughs> so, Griff, Rebecca, yeah, what's her name? Rebecca Gayhart, Brenda, also says, this is my favorite UL. Yes. As if anybody in the history of speaking has abbreviated, abbreviated urban legend urban in legend, conversation yeah. as yes. a favorite UL. She was trying to make fetch a thing. I, that's, that's what was happening. I wrote that down as roll credits number 4.5. <laughs> so, like, here's the thing with stuff like that. It was 98, right? Yep. I remember I had a little book that somebody got me for Christmas, like a little pocketbook back in, like, mm, like a book that was pocket-sized, not like Massachusetts, not like a pocketbook. That's different. So right. it, but it was like a little thing of internet slang, like LOL. And here's how you make little like smiley faces and stuff. And here's how you make a bunny and whatever. I feel like abbreviating it to UL was the out of touch writers attempt at reaching the youths. I, that yes. must've been it because they're like, ah, oh, yes, the youths, they abbreviate things. That's the what they do. Like <laughs> We have not okay. done anything. We haven't done anything in this movie to appeal to the youths. Let's abbreviate the title. UL. This is my favorite UL. I was like, is she trying to say URL? Is she going to show her a website? What is this? Herb Ledge. Herb Ledge. Oh. Herb Ledge. Totally tuna. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never letting it go. It's tuna sticks around for life. It's a fish. Oh. Bobby, did I ever tell you about tuna? Nope. So I, I said this thing to Griff. I was like, look, you can make up your own douchebag youth language very easily. And I was like, like selling something totally tuna, right? Like, oh, a couple got together. That's totally tuna. What do you mean? Well, they put it on Facebook. Well, why is it tuna? Because it's a fish. Official. Got yeah, it. it's official. It. It's a fish. It's tuna. It's That's tuna. how that happened. <laughs> And I now I say it all the time, and I'm so, I'm starting to say it unironically. When, yep. when I was <laughs> only a matter of time. When I was a junior, I tried to make poncho a new word for cool. It didn't work out too well. Oh my god, poncho. Why do I feel like I've heard I, that? Though? Like you? Because I've probably said it on the. Fucking you probably movie. have, yeah. I used to say "sweet Jesus fuck" like I was going to make that a thing, and it, it never it didn't pick up. All right, hey, do so... you guys remember all the parties where another dude poured a shot down your throat for you? Because that <laughs> happened in this movie between two straight gentlemen. I mean, I, uh... I... And they were like, they were like in vials, Drew. They were in, yeah. they weren't in a shot glass. It was like a vial, no, it was like an the... elixir. They were the dollar shot test tube shots. I didn't get a good look at it, and to me, it looked like somebody, like took the the hourglass out of a board game and just like popped the top off and dumped out all the sand. Can we, <laughs> while while we're at that party, can we just say uh poor Hootie, rest in peace. Hootie's the um, MVP of this movie. <laughs> um and you know what? They were gonna pierce that dog's nose and they had that dog funneling beers. So it's probably in a better place. It was a mercy killing. <laughs> it was a straight up mercy killing. You know and that was the most confusing part about killing that dog and that frat douche boy, douchey frat boy is what I meant to say, is like she was so pissed off that the chick was making out with Jared Leto, and then she was like, oh, wait, stick with the plan. And it's like, why? <laughs> why did you murder that dog and that dude? On, on that topic, though, I want to ask about killing Tara Reid. What urban legend is that? It's not. It's never explained. It's yeah, never. She's um, basically in lingerie the whole movie. The slutty one gets killed. Well, I think it was. I think the got the nerdy dude that looks like a racer head, kind of. <laughs> made, <laughs> he he gave you the urban legend, which was, "Hey, roller coaster of love." You hear that chick? You hear that chick screaming? She's getting murdered in the studio. That's yeah. the urban legend. Oh, yeah. oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. One right. point for urban legends. Yeah. Woo! No. Credit where credits due. I gotta get. I gotta do it. Um, yeah. We we have to watch the sequel just to see what other quote unquote urban legends uh, they go by. Uh, and speaking of sequel, we gotta we gotta get to the end here. We gotta wrap this sucker up. So here we are. Right. Um, this chick gets shot. Which must be what center mass um, falls out, <laughs> falls out of a yep. falls out of a poorly boarded window um, <laughs> into at least a two story window. That building stories, had at right. least right. two or three stories. Uh, a fall that which Michael Myers makes in Halloween, and you're like, oh yeah, he'll get away. But this crazy, all of a sudden, permed haired bitch falls onto the pavement. And you're like, and definitely pavement because that's all that's on college campuses. Yeah, that's up, a walkway. Yep, yep. Straight up walkway. 
And so then, this, hang on, this this one's from my wife. Her one interjection as we watched this was that <laughs> her hair getting all permed out like that in that weather was the most realistic thing about this movie. It was. <laughs> and so, while we're on the subject of significant other's opinion, Miles looked at me at one point and he looked like he was going to say something controversial, like, I don't want to watch this anymore. And he went, hey, honey. And I was like, yeah. And he went, honey, I think Hell Baby was a better movie than this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least that was funny. At I don't know that I agree with that. Though. I'll we'll get to it when we do our last yeah, 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 impressions. Yeah. So, yep. so Loretta Devine, Bobby's girlfriend, pulls a second gun right. out, shoots this chick, and then says a line that I can't remember. And then Redhead shoots her like, to you know, center mass like in the gut. She falls second story um, onto the pavement. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, Loretta Divide, you stay here. We're going to leave the scene of a crime. <laughs> With a body! With yep. a body! Yep. But that's that was my question. Do they load her body into the back of the car? Or does that girl show up and sneak into the back of this guy's car? Which... From what I remember, still has Freddy Krueger's body in the back of it. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't because he's in the bed in the in the old dorm room. Because mm. she like moved all the bodies into one place. Yeah, because yeah, she's super strong because she swims. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's from so all the, the drug enhancing the... marijuana cigarettes. Yeah. In the, the the thrilling climax of this movie, there is a point. All I have written is in all caps. Why is he still driving? Yes. Jared Leto drives for like a mile and a half when all he <laughs> needs to do is step on the brakes casually. Yeah, just hit on the hit the brakes. Just, because just because Jared Leto fucking commits. That's he, that's why. Okay, so I want to know if he method acted at this point in his career because he is a method actor, and I want to know if he was doing that during this film. Was he running around like trying to interview people, acting like people were getting murdered on set? Like, how do you method act a movie like this? What, he's a he method was. actor. Does that mean he has HIV? What's happening oh right now? Oh my god, <laughs> Robert. <laughs> uh. So anyway, this I chick has. This chick is... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Griff. I was just going to say that bit where he comes around the corner and suddenly is like, oh, this is perfect. I need details. Like, trying to yeah. seduce her into... Yep. I just I just wrote Jared Leto going in for the kill, which is another 30 seconds to Mars pun that I couldn't resist making. Hey! <laughs> so... Ew. So... Ew, this man! Gayheart gets shot in the stomach shot in the arm drops two stories flies out of a windshield falls off of a bridge into the water floats, she floats because she's a witch floats away because she is a witch <laughs> if Monty Python taught us anything it's right. that so then we go to the finale the denouement if you will of this film we love you, Dr. Bill. <laughs> we love you, Dr. Bill. Um, so we we see another group of college students. And just to add insult to injury, these college students all look like they're 50 years old. 
Okay, Especially so... the girl with the pixie cut. I don't know what the outfit oh, was. Yes, yes. I don't know what oh, the makeup was. Terrible. I was like, is this someone's mom who was like terrible. begging for a part in the movie? Like what? Right, <laughs> right. So, so this the the denouement in particular confuses me, knowing that there is a sequel, and I'm right. wondering if a Rebecca Gayhart is in the sequel, I don't and b. And B, if the black kid in the denouement is supposed to be Anthony Anderson's character in the sequel, because we know Anthony Anderson is the sequel. So I'm confused about a lot of things. Do you know who else is in the sequel, Griff? No. Loretta Devine. Boom. That's our link. Meanie, miney, moe. (laughs) Yes. She is the cop. She plays a cop in the second one. I think it's the same character. She gets promoted? I don't know. Uh, Imagine if it was a different character. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just like they're further She's one of the students. New England. (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. So there it is, guys. We, we, I mean, we've brought you through most of the movie. That's about all we could really do. So saved you two hours. Here we are at the finale. I enjoyed it. We'll start with Drew. Drew, we need to know, is this movie rotten or is it fermented? This movie is rotten. It was, we made it funny, but it was not even really that enjoyable to watch. It was just there. It was not Scream. It was not, it was, I don't know what you did last summer. (laughs) Griff, what do you think, bud? rotten or fermented i'm gonna say it was rotten like in all honesty i am not very good at predicting what happens in a movie and given what the fuck happened in this movie saying that this is one of the most predictable movies i've ever seen is not good (laughs) for its reputation (laughs) Mika, rotten or fermented? I think I'm this movie's target audience, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> so I wrote the following. I don't think it's fermented or rotten. I think it was an all right twist. It was obviously a great cast, minus Tara Reed. Oh. It was just another breezy kind of horror movie. A step above Goosebumps, below The Haunting, barely. Certainly not Screamer 13 Ghosts kind of quality of the 90s, but the 90s had this rush of like brat pack horror movies that seemed to pick and choose from assorted Dawson's Creek actors. And it fits perfectly into that genre. Right? It's a good kind of whodunit murder mystery. It's not too gory, but it's not not gory. It's not really slasher porn, but it's not PG. It's not fermented. It's not rotten. It's just kind of like canned potatoes, and it is non-perishable. That's how I feel about it. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I also think that this movie is rotten. Now, this movie was sitting at 17%. And what I need to say to you, the listener all 47 to 50 of you is this if you have never seen this movie we have spoiled the shit out of it (laughs) (laughs) but if you're having a couple of drinks and you're in the mood for a not so great 90s slasher film the rebirth of the slasher movie um i would say give it a shot give it a watch why not um 
if if not for anything other than creepy janitor Loretta Divine and Rebecca Gayhart's performance after the twist comes out because she is straight up bonkers for That's the last pretty fair. I'll give her that. Movie. Yeah. She went That's for fair. it. Yep. She no holding back. She went all out on She that made some bold freaking. choices and I I am here for it. That's and true. And the main character, I did not care what happened to her. I did no, not true. care. Yes. I told she you, was everyone, a wet blanket for Gayhart to bounce off movie. of. That was it. Why did why didn't you tell me you knew the her the girl who was who was murdered? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't feel uh, like it. I don't know. Um, so there you have it, folks. Uh, we're gonna keep it in the rotten category. It's just it's just the way that it is. Um, sorry that Halloween is kind of shitty this year. I hope you all can find a way to enjoy it. Obviously, we had some beverages and watched a terrible movie, which I think is a fabulous way to enjoy the holiday. Yeah. I would say do the same if you can. Would you, would you recommend watching this film? Under these conditions? Absolutely. Yes. Even minus a podcast, just having a couple of drinks and watching it. I think is a fun. Yeah. yeah. I have ADD. It is not easy to keep my attention on anything. It wasn't difficult to focus on. It was fluff. It was fluff. It was horror fluff. fluff. Yes. Yeah. And it had Chucky and, and Freddy Krueger, which is exciting. Which still didn't get them the notoriety to beat Rush Hour. Truth. Rush <laughs> Hour Rush Hour is a fabulous movie. To be so. fair, though, I think the tuxedo probably to be also To be fair. Drew, would you recommend the movie? No. <laughs> I love that one. Drew, we got to get you out here when we have a movie that we actually like. <laughs> You poor bastard. You've been here for Urban Legend, Legend and fucking Ready to Rumble. Oh, yeah, but Ready to Rumble was my wheelhouse. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to Rumble was a piece of shit. Um, Ready to Rumble still holds the throne for worst movie we've seen. Uh, and it'll probably stay there for a while. So anyway, I hope you all have a happy Halloween. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week with probably what will be a normal episode of Effing Cultured. But anyway, for this week, I am Bobby. I'm Griff. I'm Drew. And I'm Mika. Have yourself a lovely week. Happy Halloween. And go F yourselves. Brother, <laughs> 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 <laughs>